This is Bethany Elliott, and you are listening to the Sacred Sisterhood Podcast. Hey, sisters, welcome back to another week with the Sacred Sisterhood and another episode on the fruit of the spirit. We're going to be talking about gentleness today, which is right up there with patience as being one of the more challenging fruits of the spirit to practice and understand. The verse of the day comes from Philippians 4, 5. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. I am a very highly sensitive person. And this is a real thing. It's not something that I just made up. You can look it up and there have been multiple studies done and research done on this topic, but they don't really diagnose this as like a mental health disorder because it's not really one of those. It's just something that there has been research done on people who have this sort of personality trait. But I am a highly sensitive person And in my research in this certain personality trait I have been doing for myself, I discovered that I am a highly sensitive person. Now, this doesn't mean that I can't take jokes or people have to be super uptight and careful around me. This just means that I am deeply sensitive to certain physical, emotional, or social social situations. HSPs are very, very aware of almost everything around them. We have heightened senses to just about everything. We get overwhelmed easier than a person who isn't an HSP would, which then leads us to avoid any situation that would make us feel overwhelmed because it then becomes mentally draining at that point. HSPs also have a deep level of empathy which explains a lot about me crying at literally everything, even when it's not my situation. I think in the kindness episode it was, I was talking about compassion and how I believe I'm a truly compassionate person. Well, being an HSP, I have a deep level of compassion and can sometimes experience compassion fatigue as Dr. Childs, one of the doctors from this research that I've been doing says, um, which means I am always picking up on the emotions and feelings of others, which is a good thing, but can be bad because I exhaust myself with the feelings of other people. But being an HSP is more than just emotional. It's more than just emotions. I am very sensitive to sounds in big crowds And you may be thinking that we're all sensitive. And yes, that is very true. But HSPs experience your level of sensitivity at a much higher level. I don't attend concerts because I'm highly uncomfortable. And I discovered that at my first concert and I haven't been to one since. Loud sounds overwhelm me. And anyone can ask my husband this. I can't stand loud yawning. I can't stand loud laughs, especially in public because I'm already overwhelmed being in public as it is. I can't stand yelling of any sort. I'm honestly overwhelmed even thinking about any of these things and telling you any of these things, it's overwhelming. But I have small children too, 
So I'm constantly telling them both to lower your voices, even outside. And it's because what a normal person hears, I hear at a higher level. If you're a mom, you understand overstimulation. But for HSPs, it's worse. I cry when I'm overstimulated, half because I feel bad for being overstimulated and half because I literally cannot take another thing or I will explode and I don't want to do that. Now, I said all of that to say this. Because I am an HSP, I ask for gentleness. There are multiple times in my marriage that I have to ask my husband to be more gentle with me because I get overwhelmed easily at things that might not seem overwhelming to him or they may seem small to him, but they're not to me. But even if you aren't in HSP, we all have feeling sensitivities and we all need to show gentleness and we all want gentleness shown to us. Gentleness can be demonstrated in many different ways and in many different contexts. For the more personal relationships that we have, it can look like kind words, listening, um, and avoiding unkind words. For our work-related relationships, it can look like treating coworkers and employees with respect and offering constructive advice in a gentle manner. As parents or as a parent, we must show gentleness all day, every day, and being patient with our kids. Not always giving the punishment deserved, but the one that will teach them right from wrong and using a gentle tone and disposition, which is one of the hardest things to do as a parent. Gentle parenting is such a popular topic now. It's such a popular thing now. And I don't necessarily agree with the world's view of it, but What I do agree with is displaying godly traits of gentle parenting that you want to, that you want your child to display. I wouldn't necessarily call it gentle parenting either though. You parent the way your child needs, not the way TikTok or Instagram is telling you to. Some of your children will thrive in a gentle parenting environment and some will not. My daughter will not but my son might, he's one, so we don't know just yet. But what I do think is that whether we are choosing to gentle parent or not, our children should see a gentle side of us in some aspect of the way we parent them. Maybe not getting the wooden spoon out every time they refuse to clean up, but going and showing them how to clean up or offer them help in cleaning up. Display some kind of gentleness to them in the way that you parent, in the way that you treat other people, because they watch what you do. They watch how you treat them, and we want them to offer gentleness to others. Another one is in our public interactions, showing respect and or kindness to people we don't know. Um, avoiding rude behaviors and using gentle and kind language. In all of these areas, gentleness involves showing kindness and respect to other people so that they see Jesus in us and God is glorified. Gentleness is shown consistently in the Bible and who better to learn it from than Jesus himself. 
In Matthew 11, verse 29, Jesus is described as gentle and humble in heart. And he showed his gentleness constantly with the interactions he had with others. Paul also urged us Christians to let your gentleness be evident to all in Philippians 4, 5, our verse of the day. And the Bible gives us a powerful view of gentleness and how it is a quality that transforms lives. It reflects the character of God and is highly needed for healthy relationships. I'm a true believer in being gentle to everyone we encounter, especially those we don't know. I know people say this all the time, but it's true. So I'm going to say it again. You never know what someone is going through. It can be your closest friend or family member. You still don't know. Be gentle with people. It won't benefit you or the other person if you're hateful, rude, or flat out mean. You aren't displaying Christ or following his commands and you just made someone else feel awful because of your actions. No one benefits, so just be gentle. Gentleness requires you to die to yourself. It's not all about you, but how you can best serve Christ and show gentleness to a fallen world. Before I go, I want to leave you guys with some ways to grow in gentleness as Christians. Number one is pray. Ask God to help the spirit of gentleness grow in your life. By asking, he may present you with opportunities to be gentle. Ask for strength in those opportunities because it's those opportunities you're not going to be able to get through by your own strength. Nothing we get through by our own strength, but in those particular opportunities, pray through them. Ask God to help you to be gentle in a heart um, in those opportunities. Number two is forgive. When we forgive those who have treated us wrong, it can help healing begin in our new relationships and in that relationship that you are forgiving. And it also promotes growth in gentleness with those who treat us wrong in the future. Number three is avoid reacting negatively to the actions of others when we get hurt or offended. You can respond gently or you can say nothing at all. Sometimes the absence of our words is more powerful than what we say in response to negative treatment. I don't know how many times someone has been hurt of something and I just... the things that people say when they are hurt. If you're hurt by something, it is so, so important for you not to speak because a lot of times those words that you're speaking, you don't really mean them. You're saying it off of a reaction, saying it from a feeling that that you're having and not from the true heart. It's not something that's meaningful. So a lot of times just don't say anything you know, avoid reacting negatively so that gentleness can be shown. Number four is practice. Intentionally show someone gentleness, kindness, or compassion, especially when you disagree with something they have said or done. And that's hard to do because a lot of times, you know, as Christians and as humans, I should say as humans, not Christians, we have our opinions 
And when someone doesn't agree with our opinion, we get upset. Let people have their opinions. Have your opinions, but let someone else have theirs. Even if you disagree with someone, show gentleness, show kindness, show compassion, especially when you disagree. Number five and the last one is reflect on the gentleness that God shows in the Bible and to us. Think of times when God was gentle and humble in heart towards you and when he didn't have to be and go and be that for someone else. Thank you for listening to the Sacred Sisterhood podcast. Please do not forget to subscribe and leave a review. I can't wait to have you back next week as we study more about the fruits of the Spirit.